0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: BFM 89.9, my name is Daryl Ong, and you're tuned into Bar Nun, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. This week on the program, we talk about athletics and discus in particular. That's just recently, national discus troll and Sarawakian Queenie Ting became the first women athlete in Malaysia to surpass the 50-metre mark. Now she's eyeing for the 55-metre mark to qualify for the upcoming 2022 Asian Games on Merit. The record holder is still very much early on in her career and is aiming for a debut Olympics in Paris in three years' time. Queenie Teng joins us on the program this week as we dive into the sport and her career.
0: Finally, because, you know, actually, I... Have already threw over 50 meters since last year December, but unfortunately that we have MCO up and down, and then we couldn't have a officially game in Malaysia. Hmm. So that we have to hold again and again. We're training for so hard, but we have to hold hmm. because if you want to have a official games that officially result, that you need to be into the official game. Mm. It's like they have a referee. they have the all the rules
1: I see. So you have you have thrown over 50 meters maybe you know in training and things like that lah, but not yeah. not at the official game. And, and you you finally did it, you know, 50 meters. Were you aiming for that that record all along or did it just come because you were too good <laughs> in a way?
0: <laughs> Actually, for sure yes this because like this is our first hurdles which is 50 meters. We need to pass over and then to continue the next hurdles. so like this is our first goal, and we finally achieved is like yes, like like that, me and my coach is like, "Yes,
1: <laughs> awesome, awesome. um bring me through that moment, you know when you when you threw it um when you saw the official results came up fifty over fifty meters, right? I'm sure you and your coach were happy for one, but at the same time, you know, were you surprised with your own performance?
0: um yes. I'm the one like very surprised but my coach <laughs> reaction is just like
1: mm. sir. lah normal <laughs>
0: uh, beca- because what he told me after the game he say like he end for more than this but for me it's like yes because I looking for this 50 meter in official, is quite long already.
1: Mm. And now, Queenie, you're aiming for 55, you know. So, you, yeah. keep, you keep going up. Um, you really have to moniker among Malaysians as the queen of discus. Queenie, you're 24 years old. You're still pretty young. You're still really early in your, in your sporting <laughs> career. What's your reaction to that?
0: When I heard this moniker, I was like, wow, such a big <laughs> honour. You know, like, I think it's because my name. Which is Queenie, yeah, and then when you skip the I E behind it, yeah. it's like Queen. Mm-hmm. It's like just a match. Like I, I don't know.
2: Mm. But
0: I think uh, I still have very long way to go. Yeah, for sure. To really get this name. Yeah. Maybe.
1: <laughs> That's great, um, um, Queenie. I, I want to ask a little bit because you know you 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 like you say you are know, pretty early on in your career, and there are many you know female um, discus throwers before you. Why do you think they haven't reached fifty and you did? What do you do so that's so special?
0: <laughs> it's a very interesting question. It's like maybe technology what I think is like maybe my seniors they can draw 50 meters, mm. but during that time, maybe they lack of some advanced technology, okay. like maybe fish, biomechanics, these kind of things. But mm. for me, I think I'm in the lucky lucky because. When I was in the national thing, they already provide this all, like, like rehab, physical, gyms, mm. supplement, this all. And when they have, like, like when we follow the ISM thing, mm. they have biomechanics. So this is very good for us, like, analyze our technique to help us to get a better technique.
1: Yeah, technology does yeah. play a part today, right, in, in modern yeah, sports, yeah. for sure. Um, Queenie, I want to bring you back to your early days. You started You um, you started your, your, you started competing, uh, rather, at the age of 14, am I right? Or maybe yeah. maybe a bit earlier, too. Um, bring us through that moment, you know. I know you started with short part, you know, and then you moved to discus. How mm-hmm. did you start competing?
0: When I was 13 years old, I started with short part. Yep. And when I go to the competition, I went to the competition is I didn't have a very good result. It's like I always be the the last few competitor. you know, like I won't able to get the medal
2: mm.
0: Uh, into the short part event. And in one day, my coach, like my first coach in my sport career, he asked me to try with the discus. Yeah, when I tried, like, like wow, this is something I feel there's something different than the short part. And I feel like this is the spot that I can kid me like, like how to say it? you will automatically go to the training okay. without people force you or people call you to go like that. And
1: that's very interesting because, you know, <laughs> short part and discus kind of have the, you know, they, they to, to to I guess the general public, they kind of look the same, you know, just throwing something. At a distance, Uh right? Um, what is it about discus though as compared to short part? You know, um, is is it because of the how how the game is played? You know, is it the the discus or is it the ball? What is it that's different for you?
0: So what I feel is like short because short part for women is four kg, Mm. four kilograms for discus is only have one kilogram and when you throw the discus your hand posture will be like like this both hands like this mm. so it's something like dancing you know I it's see a bit like that so when I throw it I feel wow this is something that really made me feel enjoying like this that's
1: great More when
0: I throw yeah yeah because actually the tenet of Shopat can do the same thing like discus mm. just in Chopa you need to have very strong, always say like that, strong, the release part, this one.
2: Hmm.
0: Maybe I lack of that, so... I try with the discus
1: mm, and you did excel you know uh, uh, <laughs> uh, this is radio so people couldn't see what you were doing but basically Queenie just lift, lifted up both her hands to her sides like that yeah. when she was talking about dancing right and, and I get yeah, it, you you know,
2: it. <laughs> it's,
1: it's more acrobatic and more exciting in a way than, than the boring <laughs> short part right um, especially
0: when you finish the throw you release the discus that mm. feeling was nice like
1: that's great. Um I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the the different like you mentioned, you know, the the skill set that you use in short part can be used in in discus as well. And, you know, the main strength in both these disciplines is is um power, right? And and your strength. Um mm-hmm. would you say that discus is all about strength? Is that all you do?
0: Uh, not really because you need to have speed, technique
2: mm-hmm. and
0: and also the strength, the power. Mm. Because if you lack one of these, your discus won't won't fly very far mm. far, sorry. Because uh what I lack now mm. is speed. I see. So me and my coach is working hard to improving what I lack of. <laughs>
1: That's great. Um, talking a little bit about your sports inspirations, right? Um, you, you mentioned your coaches a lot and I'm sure they were a big part uh, in your career, especially early on, right? Um, when, when you mm-hmm. started. But tell me a little bit, you know, who did you look up to? Who were some of your biggest influences when you were developing as an athlete?
0: In my sport career, actually, I have four coach mm-hmm. coaches. Mm. The first one, for sure, he's playing very, a very important rose in my sport career because without him, maybe until today, I don't even have the chance to touch the discus.
1: He's the one that made you change, right?
0: Yeah, because I still remember that time uh, many teachers asked me to go try with your part. But I don't really like when you call me to go and then I go like that. <laughs> but this coach, at the beginning, like he will force me like, come, you have to come, you have to come. Mm. And then I follow. When he... Has the, he? He has the idea. Asked me to try with the discus, mm-hmm. and then I think he made the right decision that time. So when go to the second coach, which is Coach Frank, the foreigner coach, he really built me out with my confidence. You know, I used to be very very shy people. You can imagine when you're doing the training session. I'm only the one. You sit there from the beginning until the end. <laughs> so, my thing makes, everyone is like, why Queenie, why, why you don't want to talk? <laughs> like that. So, the coach friend, it really built me very more, becoming more confident.
1: Uh, how, how, yeah. how, how did he do that? That's very interesting because it's not something you can just switch on, right? Oh, I want to talk yeah. to people now. <laughs> I talk to people. <laughs>
0: like, he will ask me to, to say like, he will ask me to do Many things that I feel, hmm. like when hmm. he know I feel, he will find out a way to make me to try. So I once I try, I build out my confidence. Hmm. So when come to the next thing, I can be more like breath You
1: know. I see. So uh, yeah. Yeah, you were talking <laughs> a bit about the you know, the physical aspect of the game, right? The strength, the speed, the form, what have you. Mm-hmm but the confidence is the, me- the mental part of the game is really important yeah, as well yeah, right yeah.
0: actually i was be i used to be very shy until like when i in the game in the competition
2: mm.
0: i shy i shy until that like, when i throw because normally when i finish our throwing we will like shout like ah like, yeah, like something yeah. like this yeah, 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 yeah but that that time i was the too shy and then i after throw and i just <laughs> and i got out like silently you know like so this the confidence is very important.
1: That was Queenie Ting, national discus thrower, who holds the record of being the first Malaysian to surpass the 50 metre mark. More of that conversation to come, so do stick around. Only here on Bar None on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9 My name is Daryl Ong And you're tuned in to Bar None The show that brings you Through the ins and outs Of the sporting world This week on the program We've been in conversation With Sarawakian Queenie Ting Who became the first Woman athlete in Malaysia To surpass the 50 metre mark Quite an achievement And picking up where we left off we talk training through the pandemic and also look forward to the major tournaments and hurdles she has to go through on the road to Paris Olympics 2024.
0: We were be locked down in MSN around half year, I think. Mm. So that time, we were actually... What we can do is just training, 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 training
1: and that, training. That's all you can do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, It's the only we can do because I think all the people you send they have been locked down in the home. Mm. So as we athletes, like what we do is just training, throwing or gyms, these two. Mm. And that time is like, very, very challenging for so our mental because you training but you don't know train for what. Yeah. It's like you mm. don't know when when the competition when yeah. we have the competition.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like you will lose your spirit, you lost your patience like that. Mm. So actually I was been mentored down that time because because the reason I mentioned this now. And also I miss my family. Like I haven't been very long time I didn't go back to home. That's like like very stressed stress this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, mentally, right? You don't know what you're training for, you don't know what competitions yeah. are even going to happen. The world is in uncertainty, right? But yeah. but for you training still went on as usual. Like, you didn't have to train in your room or in your house. You c- you could go out and, and to the to the discus place and then do it, is it?
0: Actually, I have been home for like around 3 2 months hmm. the earliest, MCO that time. But when the MCO lies stable, the COVID lies stable, the MSN call us back mm. to the MSN. And then we continue to training. But the, when the pandemic is go up again, and then we have been locked down. But mm. that time, MSN didn't ask us to go back home. What, he, what they do is like they lot us down in the MSN and we fully focus on training
1: a bubble just environment just
0: like, yeah the bubbles yes. mm,
1: that's great and you know without that I don't think you would have achieved the record that you that you recently did so it all worked out for the better right
0: yeah you know like like I, I mentioned just now I re- actually threw 50 meter over 50 meter in last year but when the last year December until now December is around one year, mm. during this this time, I, I don't know when like, this fifty meter can achieve. Mm. So, it's quite to express that feeling when I finally did the fifty meter.
1: Yeah, you should be very happy and very proud of yourself. Yeah. Uh, as well. Um, nutrition and diet is a big part of any athlete's um, um, career, right? And athlete's development. Tell us a little bit about your nutrition, your diet.
0: This is interesting <laughs> <laughs> because I. The food lover, you know, I love to eat <laughs> foods. But when I truly uh, join with the nutrition list, uh which is my coach wife, oh. uh, do I call her gatura mm-hmm. She, he, she is my like dietitian. So he won't. She, sorry, she makes the diet program for me. Yeah. Like I need to control my calories intake for per days and i need to achieve the protein what uh you have to take low fat food Mm. but high protein Mm. that's all it's very very a little bit i mean how to say like it's very hard for me uh at the beginning Mm. but for now i'm used to it already
1: Mm. (laughs) But, but, but i'm sure you have cheat days right on the weekends or something just
0: yeah get
1: a bowl of curry or something like that
0: yeah for sure like especially like after the game after the competition Mm. i will ask for the cheat day like (laughs) god i don't want to to count the calories for Mm. the days it's very important for us like as athletes because you know like when we train the gym the protein is the fuels that can uh, help to recover our muscle yeah. and to maintain our muscle. Mm. So for my sport, the muscle is like a power band in our body, which can to make me more powerful to throw even further. Mm. yeah
1: I think the general perception of you know your sport skills and even short part is you know like you mentioned strength so is your diet mostly based around bulking up your muscles
0: can say but actually for me mm. is is it depend the person that goes for the person like me mm. uh my coach really want me to cut fat like like but the fat go down mm. because he want me to have a faster speed so when I have lower fat higher muscle which is very very good for me to improve my speed Mm. to improve my power
1: Mm. Um, you have a degree Queenie in physical education Um, Mm. how would you say that helped your sporting career so far would you say it gave you an advantage
0: that can be counted as an advantage because you know physical education we I really appreciate All my lectures in the UPM, Mm. which my university, Mm -hmm. they really, really teach me a lot, share me a lot the knowledge about uh, the sport. I mean, for example, like recovery, uh, nutrition, psychologies, anatomy, biomechanics. Mm. I think this all is very important for me because uh, when I know about the nutrition, about the biomechanics, Mm -hmm. and I know. Why I need to do like this? Why my coach ask me to do like this? For example, after somehow my coach will ask me to rest, hmm. but I will I will ask my coach why? Because like I feel strong, but why you ask me to rest? Why don't we just keep training? If if not training, maybe we will like go down. Our result will like like drop.
2: Hmm.
0: But when I after the degree, the physique, physical education, and I understand the principle of recovery why we need to recovery because our body need to rest and then he will when I have to say like you you go up then when your body must be give it time to rest and then he will go out again I Understand. so yeah just go through the my my degrees and I learn a lot and really help me a lot in my sport.
2: I'm sure.
1: Has it gotten to the point where you're comfortable to train without your coaches? Like, I got a degree. I don't need the coaches anymore. Obviously, that's not ideal. But are you comfortable with that idea? Like, could you train by yourself?
0: Maybe for some people, they can. But for me, I don't think so. Because I have been experienced that time, mm-hmm. like around three months without the coach. Mm. It's very hard. I can frankly to say it's really hard because for my sport, you can throw by yourself. Mm. But if without someone, they guide you, they correct you, to look at you, to see you, like, you don't know where is your problem. Mm. Maybe today you throw very far, but maybe tomorrow you throw like very, very, how would you say, like, the road, like, yeah. like, <laughs> no. Horrible. Like, yeah, <laughs> terrible, yes. Mm. And then you need someone to tell you why. Like, maybe someone will record, and then he will do the analysis, the part of analysis to mm. show. Okay, this part you need to do like this. And also for the gym session, we need someone to uh, stand behind us for the safety. Yeah. Because I been when I I, mean, I train by myself without a coach, I get injured because I did very heavy bench press. But no one is supporting me, mm. so I fell down just like this. So I injured my arm that time.
1: Mm. Yeah, that that was that was during when you're training, right? But you also had another accident, uh, a moto accident earlier yeah. this year as well, on the right arm as well. You know, you got injured yeah. in your right arm as well. Tell us about that, you know, and how you how was the recovery process like for you?
0: Well, that time was really hard for me because. I can not throw the discus around three months. Wow, you know, it's that's like, a long time. You know, you know the men, the men, men things that you, I throw discus is my right right arm. Yeah, but I can't lift my right arm at all like this that time. So mm. I very very sad this time because uh, when my team met, they all training, but I'm only the one sitting there and I looking at them like, well... <laughs> I control. Mm. (laughs) Everyone is improving, Mm. but me is sitting here.
2: Mm.
0: Everyone is doing better and better, but me is sitting here like that. Then I very, I somehow like I feel very negative during that time Mm. when I was injured my right arm. But I'm so appreciate my coach. He really encouraged me a lot that time because I actually have the thought about I want to stop. I like, like, maybe this is the time for me to stop my sport career or continue my degree life like this. But my coach, like, he always, always, like, correct me, like, like, push me back to the positive side. He he tell me that, Queenie, chill. give your time, give some time to your buddies, uh, make it, like, recovery. You can train anything else. Believe me, you won, your result will be there. Mm. No worries like this, something mm. like this. Mm. And then right after the recovery I mean like after two months we have the mini mini competition but it's official and I did my personal best again so like I feel like wow luckily I didn't stop luckily I heard what I cursed Tell me about
1: that yeah or she wouldn 't have broken the record at all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that 's one thing you know uh, having that support system to mentally uh, help you you know you'll get get back on 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 compete competing, but at the same time, um, I think something that has to be talked about is you know the men- mentally right you know you injured your right arm multiple times, like you mentioned i 'm sure you had that mental block when you know when, when you recovered and then you had your first troll. Mentally, were you confident that you would go back to form that you were before the injury?
0: Frankly, to say no. Mm. Because I think every athlete will face the same when they... I mean, after the recovery session, they yeah. the first day, they, they back to the normal training or competition. I, I don't think they will like feel confidence. Mm. Yeah, But what I think is like the coach families, the friends, they're really very important, like, in the moment that you, the athletes, mm. going through the very down moments, like injury, or they have something else problem. Mm. Because that time, not even my coach, my parents, my friends, and even the staff from ISN, they really give me very, very more uh, positive vibes.
1: That's great. Yeah. Mm. Um, another thing i want to talk about uh, queenie is you know discuss your sport and even short part in general is pretty much you are your worst enemy right you are your opponent Uh, it's almost like a performance because you're doing it by yourself right Mm -hmm. um i want to know how different is competition say from training you know competition you have people there training you have your coaches or what have you your support system but how different is it for you um in, in terms of your mindset and, and you know things like that you know
0: because in the training you will only focused on yourself because like you can do multiple times you can throw multiple times uh, without stop yep. anyway mm-hmm. and but in the competition mm-hmm. you only have six throws oh the first three throws will be the final selection so when if if you didn't perform this the first three throws and then you will go out right like directly like this. God, yeah. So and then when in the competition for sure you have have your your your, your how to say the fighters there. So you will you you will have to very strong that mental you need to control. Yeah. that focus on yourself and focus on the technique is not think that to throw foul.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure the pressure must be different, right? Like you mentioned, the first three throws would see if you make the cut, right, to go to yeah. the next round. The, <laughs> I can't imagine the pressure. Tell me about yeah. it, especially, you know, when you, when you say, you know, you have your fellow athletes, your fellow competitors, you know, watching you. Everyone's watching you.
0: Actually, I have been experienced the, the out from the first three rounds. You know? Okay. Like, yeah, well, When well, when I didn't perform the first throw, and I, for sure, I will be very stressed for my second throw. Mm. So I, I also been experienced that my first two throws is very bad. So I only have the last chance. Mm. Like this will make me like, like I can't even talk. You know, <laughs> when coach talking to me, I can't hear <laughs> because I stressed because yeah. if I less, I miss this chance and then I'm out yeah. like this
1: that's crazy that's crazy um, Queenie a couple more questions for you last few questions uh, you are a 2019 SEA Games bronze medalist and your target is to qualify for the Asian, upcoming Asian Games but also a further target is Paris 2024 right Paris, uh, Paris Olympics when you're thinking about it right the timeline from now to two years to three years from now Paris Olympics what are the hurdles you expect to overcome or what are the hurdles in front of you right now
0: right now is like the first one is i want to achieve the 55 meters to qualify the asian games if i able to achieve it and the second hurdles will be uh, perform well in asian games and then post asian games i need to sit down with my coach and then we plan uh, together the post Schengen programs, the pro uh, the training programs. Mm. And then if I want to uh how to say to, to to compete in the Paris 2024, what the strategies that I have discussed with my course is that I need to be in the top hundredth war ranking okay. by 2022 and then in the 2023, I need to be top 50.
1: 50, slowly and then, mm.
0: and then again, it's like top 30 in the 2024.
1: Wow, that sounds like a huge task for you and that sounds like slow yeah. work for you. Uh, what, what's your ranking right now?
0: One five two. Okay,
1: so yeah, uh, we as we, Malaysians, we are all backing you. Uh, you know, we hope to see you at the Olympic stage uh, in a couple Thank of you. years' time. Um, last question: what, what are your you know your future plans for you know I guess the re- rest of the year and you know beyond?
0: Um, firstly, I think I was still Focused on my sport to achieve my dreams, which is to take a part in the Olympic. This mm. is my very very big dreams mm. and. The second, when after my sport career, I hope I can be a physical teacher in the the school.
1: Wow, you taught that far, even after (laughs) retirement.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I should.
1: (laughs) That was Queenie Ting, national discus thrower, who currently holds the record of being the first Malaysian woman to surpass the 50-meter mark. With that, we've come to the end of this week's program. Do remember that if you'd like to revisit the interview, the podcast will be up real soon on our website www.bfm.my bar If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. And also don't forget to download the BFM app via Google Play and the App Store. My is Daryl Ong, and this has been Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week, only here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.